Hour with Lido. I'm your host. Um, today I got a special guest, you know what I'm saying? My guy, um, music mogul, spoken word, poet, hip hop artist. What am I leaving out, bro? Uh CEO. Um, <laughs> and whatever you say goes pretty much, you know what I'm saying? Community <laughs> activist, uh, definitely community activist, veteran, US military, US yes, military. Um, you know, uh, by the way, 11 Bravo, the backbone of the army. I wasn't, you know, there's no disrespect, but I wasn't, I wasn't no paper pusher. I was a grunt my whole career. You know what I'm saying? Talk your shit there. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was, 11 Bang Bang, y'all know what it is. I wasn't a driver. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I was a shooter. I was a shooter. Yeah, hey. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I don't the know shooter, why I'm not the driver. <laughs> <laughs> the shooter, not the driver. I was the shooter, not the driver. Um, <laughs> see, you know, it's like you said, independent mogul. Got the number one mass media company in San Antonio. Let me move out the way real quick. We're going to get into all of those. Uh, I, I start leaning back like Puffy. <laughs> hey, 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 that's not including the iTunes plaque. The iTunes plaque, they sitting on the floor, you know what I'm saying? They sitting on the floor. We're going to get into every last one of them. It's my guy, my brother, Legacy City. 
What's up with you, bro? Man, I'm good, bro. I just, uh, you know what I'm saying, want to make sure I give you the best. You know, I always give you the exclusive interview, you know what I'm saying? For sure. For sure. So I try to make sure I do that, you know what I'm saying, because I believe, like I told you, when I first met you, I'm like, bro, you got something, you know what I'm saying? No doubt. This dude interviewed, he didn't interview all my favorite battle rappers, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, Sean, hey, you know, I'm waiting on him to get, uh, I don't know if you got easy yet, but uh, I got Not my yet, money. Man. I'm working on easy, man. He trying, you know, easy trying to, you know, he trying to strong arm, you know, he talking about 500 for an interview. But hey, hey easy undefeated right now, though. <laughs> he, he earned it 500, bro. I think, uh, so, you know, one of the investments that you like, I regret it. I regret, I hate, I got to give up this money, but it's worth it. Word. I think, I mean, right now is the time to uh, for Easy to block Captain to get that. But I do believe my boy, you know, my favorite battle rapper, believe it or not, is the boys from the STL. I love A-Verb and I love uh, Hitman mm-hmm. Holler. So I just feel like, I just feel like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Let's hear that, though. Let's, let's hear that, though. What's up, my guy? What's going on? Oh, let me get this out the way. This podcast is sponsored by Niche Clothing. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, find your niche and stick with it. That is nicheclothing.shop. That's N-I-C-H-E clothing.shop. Use my code niche2023 and you can get 10% off of, you know what I'm saying, hats, uh, hoodies, everything, bro. Um, you know what I mean? 10% off of that. And um, first things first, man, I want to ask you, bro, um, something that I do with my people, man. Um, I always say like, you know, um, I always try to be an advocate for, for mental health. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just want to know, like, where you at today, one through ten? You know what I'm saying? How you feeling? And then, um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what's the last good or nice thing that you said to yourself? Um, Right now, I'm on ten. You know, I couldn't get my equipment to work like I'm uh, like I'm supposed to. So, you know, <laughs> I just spent all this fucking money on here. But, you know, this come with learning. But overall, um, I'm, I'm OK, man. Uh like from the last time, from since Let Me Vent started, Let Me Vent 2, After the Storm, I got to send you that album so you can, I wanted to send it to you earlier so you can have some, you know, some stuff. Yeah. I'll send it to you later on, but right now, <laughs> man, I'm about, a, I'm about a good three, 4.5, man. I've been in therapy since then. then <laughs> I've been in therapy, but overall, my mental health is good, man. I'm, I can't, I can't complain. So I got somebody outside of friends and family that, you know what I'm saying, that can, talk to me without judgment so where you know, a black therapist at that a black male therapist at that so you know it's everything has been is for as that goes you know what i'm saying um it's been it's been it's been swell so like word. i said overall, uh, probably like a, a 3.5 i'm good 3.5 ain't good bro huh 3.5 ain't good out of 10 <laughs> out of 10 if you're a bro. three Bro, I guess I mean I guess you live a white man's life. I'm sorry, I'm still black after therapy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm still black after therapy. By God, my man, Listen, oh, that's good. I teeter around a five or six. You think so? I, I teeter. I go back and forth, five or six. I teeter around five or six. Like you know what, man? Um, out of ten, I think three point five is good, man. Uh. Cause right now I'm on, I'm only upset because my podcast my interview uh setup ain't go the way I want. <laughs> so tomorrow I may be a complete one and I'll be like I'm I'm Gucci I ain't mad I ain't on ten you know what I'm saying so, you know, 
right. right now is 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 issues that I can't I, I can't figure out right now. You know what I mean? What's the what's the last nice thing you said to yourself? Boy, you are successful. Let me vent three on the way. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, no doubt, man. So let's you know what I'm saying you were saying a lot about the San Antonio, um, you know your accomplishments and everything. But before we get to those, right, um, talk about the music scene in San Antonio, uh, you know, a little bit like uh, with the success that you have, you know, why aren't people actually coming to you about how to make the moves that you're making? Um, truthfully speaking, man, I'm not from San Antonio. Word. You know me, I'm Columbus, Georgia, Phoenix City, Alabama, bred. So um, the military got me here. I didn't grow up, raised here. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times I feel like due to the fact that I'm not from here, it's two things. I'm not from here and, you know, people don't really, they'll secretly talk about, they'll secretly come to me, but publicly deny me, which is cool. I'm cool with it. You know what I'm saying? The second reason is I don't got blonde hair and blue eyes. You know, black people got a, uh, a cancer in a culture called acceptance. You know what I'm saying? If a white man or blind hair, blue eyes don't say it's official, then it's not official. No matter how many accolades, no matter how I show you the analytics, no matter how I show you how the record company works, you know, um, I'm just not accepted. And that's cool. You know what I'm saying? I may never win no awards, but I always keep it real. You know what I'm that's saying? That's crazy, so, though, to me, bro. I, listen. That's <laughs> crazy. It's, bro. That, bro. And it's the thing about it. Like, I have more than enough proof because you know, for a little bit, it's uh, the numbers are fake. You don't do Spotify. And then when you start getting like, bro, I got, I just, we'll see. Let me count. And I'm not flexing. Okay. Low key, fall so deep, Jehovah Rifle, that's gospel. Uh, Walk with me, that's gospel. Um, Words matter, which is jazz. Um. Mm. My new single just came out. Um, Perfect timing. Number six, and I got one more. I can't. I uh, can't. Uh, Shazams. I got Shazam chart choppers, stuff of that nature. So just just say six, three, number one. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Um, oh, it's a uh, move with desire. Okay. The seven. Out of the seven, I got three chart. Three number ones Word. on iTunes. Three number ones on independently. Three number ones on iTunes independently. You know what I'm saying? The other three, you know, you know, they 27, 13, 7. I mean number six. So I didn't hit the top 10, the top, top 30. Then I hit the top 20. But I always been in the top 100s. You know, and we know for those who are not ignorant to the music business, we know iTunes, people have to buy your music. It has to be a 24-hour spending for you to even get on the chart. Yeah. And Apple Music is streaming. So I don't got no Apple Music Awards. My awards are iTunes. You know, it's a long time with my with my um with my Spotify, my Spotify movement. So I took the naysayers out of streaming and went to people that was buying my music. So you know what I'm saying? Um it's uh, shit, man. Your guess is a good of mine, Lito. I mean, Lito, Lito, Lito slept on me too. He didn't even finish our song. Okay. Listen, no, I didn't sleep on you, bro, because I was gonna tell you today. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm making another joint. I'm making another album, and I'm putting that on there. I I downloaded it 
two weeks ago, and I've been working on it. Bro, I I, I, I ripped that track. I was like, I'm going to go hard. Yeah, you did. I'm going to give you one of these ones. So, you did, no, bro. You did. No, man. I appreciate you, though, man. I, I'm a, Listen, I'm only joking about Lee. It ain't no undertone. Like, I'm, I'm always going to pick Lito for not doing that. I'm always picking Lito. Lito was on me. Lito told me, I got a deadline. He was on me. So I was like, hey, I got you. I got you. I'm going to tell you what happened, though. See, if I had, like, access to, like, what you got right there. Yes, sir. Bro, like, when when one of our mentors that from the city that was really doing music, like, he was, like, everything to our city. You know what I'm saying? He had it. He, he passed away. And um, it got taken over. And it ain't the same, bro. Like his whole oh, studio wow. and everything, it ain't the same, man. So um that ain't no diss to, to the person who runs it now. I'm just saying, you know, uh it was a different vibe to me. Yeah, and, uh, you can, and, and for those who don't know, for the record, Lito can actually car 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 Lito can actually <laughs> F and rap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, can, he can F and rap, so <laughs> don't let it get F'd up, you know what I'm saying? So he can do his thing. But I was I was honored for you to even ask me to be on the track, man, and um, I had to, like, I want to go, I'm going to go, as a matter of fact, I'm going to send you an up-to-date version. I'm going to go back and remix it so I can get a better clean, a clean quality of that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm dropping a, a whole project, so, for sure. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You got time no between school and being married and... I got you know, time, bro. You you know, being the number one podcast, you just came up on me since, you know, <laughs> they, he started on me during the pandemic, like... <laughs> <laughs> bro you know it's crazy like if it were i look at the pandemic like a gift and a curse if it wasn't for the pandemic i wouldn't know i probably wouldn't have been doing podcasting bro i need something to help me with my mental health you know what i'm saying so yeah and you know i'm big on that so during the pandemic i ain't gonna lie the pandemic made me spend a lot of money but the money that i spent during the pandemic was investing into my company and now all of it's coming back so i'm like it was it was tough so it was a light flex, you know what I'm saying? During the pandemic, other artists trying to figure out how we're going to get people to listen to our music. How we're going to... Meanwhile, I got three artists that doing over a million plus during the pandemic without no videos, doing no shows. Um, God bless me to be in my building that's not owned by the city. It's public. It's, I mean, it's private property. And, you know, everybody got their own code to get in and stuff of that nature. So it was easy to really just like, hey, if y'all want it, we can make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Talk about the services that you offer. Like, say if somebody wanted to come and do whatever, like the services that's offered at your, your current building. So at um at Street Legion Productions, we offer, of course, the basics, um, recording, mixing, mastering. Then we've got the advanced stuff where we, you know, because you, bro, 2023, you know what I'm saying? you will realize how many artists still don't know about ASCAP and BMI. So we get your BMI, your ASCAP, whatever one you choose. We show you um, about publications. We get you on um, sound exchange, media base, illumination, which is no longer BDS, it's illumination now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, we get you on all the platforms. Um, then the, 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 I guess the platinum, the silver platinum package. We get your music sent to every radio station in the country, from whether it's from Florida to to California and everything in between that, Montana to New York and everything in between that. So we handle the distribution of all that good stuff. Um, 
So we set you up. And then if you got it, I don't, it don't matter if you got somebody else to produce your music. If you need a digital marketing team, Street Legion has a digital marketing team for Spotify, Apple, Tidal, iTunes, um, YouTube, etc. The list can go on. <laughs> we even, we even um, now we we even advertise and market podcasts because podcast is the new the new reporter. So um, we get you those deals and things. So where you can go to Spotify and try to get a uh, what's the name? Um, Joe Rogan. You try to get a Joe Rogan deal with your followings and movement and stuff of that nature. So when I say we don't, we cover media. We don't just don't cover music anymore. We have expanded since um, the La La Love stories and the Power of Prayer and the Devin James experience. We have um, covered a lot. And I know the formula to be true because I have an artist, you know what I'm saying? He ain't, he's not even an artist as in, I'm a rapper saying he does comedy. He got a comedy blues album and he met, he tapped out. You know what I'm saying? He hit his million mark. So right. we did it in every genre, rock, <laughs> death metal. So what comes when y'all get the when you get the million, what comes with that as far as like you get to, you get a plaque? Like, do you get anything else for that? Yeah, yeah. So this is what people gotta understand. Like I told my artists, um Lala Maria, most people they probably see um Lala Maria on my on my on my left on my right because Lala Maria is she's my secondary engineer, um, and she's like one of the ones that set the foundation of, of of hitting a million multiple times. So what I taught her was like, listen, it's a difference than hitting a million and doing a million. Mm. Listen, it's a difference between hitting a million and doing a million. Right. If you didn't did it, if you didn't. If you didn't put, you know, investing yourself throughout the year and you hit a million mid-year, then you go, you're going to get an accumulated 4000 But that first quarter, second, and during that first quarter, you hit a million in that first quarter, you know what I'm saying? You more likely to make your $4,500, your $5,000 that quarter. Because, you know, Spotify pay out every quarter. So it's not like I did a million and then I get $4,500. It pays yeah. by quarters. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's how that works. Um, with um, so we yeah we 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 have made the money. We have made cause shit. We wouldn't be we wouldn't be fucking fighting with the equipment that <laughs> we don't understand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We have made the money. The artists have got smarter. So we, of course the plaques. Then we send the plaques to um, Jewel Box Platinum. Jewel Box Platinum is. Jewel Boss Platinum, sorry about that. Jewel Boss Platinum is, um, there's only four companies in the music industry that is licensed by the RIAA. And Jewel Boss Platinum is one. Um, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to look unprofessional, slide back there and get one of my plaques and show you the sticker. Unless you want me to, you want me to slide. Yeah, I mean, go ahead, go ahead, brother. <laughs> yeah, do your thing, bro. So, uh, you see on the back of that, it has, I don't know if you can see that. Yeah, Jewel Box Platinum, Inglewood, California, La Cienega Boulevard, yep. Yeah, you see what, keep reading. La Cienega Boulevard, uh, jewelboxplatinum.com. It's got the phone number on there. Uh, on the license of RIAA. 
Yeah, under the license from the RIAA. Yep. Under the license of the RIAA, owners of the service marks RIAA design and des- marked by the RIAA and design. Yeah. So there's only four companies that can um give out that RIA license and plat and stuff of that nature. So um so everything that we have on the wall you see back there is RIA certified along with the yeah. um those are the Spotify, these are the iTunes plaques. You oh, know, okay. the event. That's you dope, know what I'm saying? So we didn't cover iTunes and Spotify and got both stepped by the RIAA. For our yeah. streams, the top 100 and stuff right next. So we have expanded to just the mass media as a whole to make sure that we uh, are all good across the board. And the biggest thing is the success is being able to pass this down to the um, the other the other artists. You know what I mean? So how many artists you work with right now? Currently, right now I have see have Lala, the Divine One. I just signed a new artist named Bell. She's is the acronym is B E.L. Backburner Passion been out for like two months, and Bell is already at seven over seven hundred thousand. You know what I'm saying? With like two hundred, I, I mean sorry, with a two thousand followers on Spotify. Do you know how hard it is to get followers on Spotify? And she got 2,000. So um, I have uh, Kay Lyric, which is my female. I don't have no male rappers. I lied. I just signed a male rapper. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see how that work out. (laughs) But um, so let's just say I'm going to give myself a good even eight. And I just produced um, a Southern Soul album for a guy named Stylist, who's an artist out here out of San Antonio. So he's already over 100,000 streams with his new single as well. So the formula works and the key is, like I said, you know, if you see me on primetime TV, I would tell people to invest in themselves so they don't owe nobody anything. Speaking of primetime TV, man, you were uh, you were on the news. Was Now, what's that channel? Uh, Fox 29. Fox 29. OK. Up here in Ohio, we got like Fox 45. OK. So same company, just different channel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so. Um, you know, they had you in and, and you were telling them a, a, a little bit about yourself and everything. So how did you end up end up getting that? So, you know, this that was, believe it or not, that was my second year. I don't know if you, you well, you know me personally. So I just yeah. put this on the podcast break, you know, I guess exclusive. You remember when Melanie was in the hospital last year, I stayed in the ICU for 30 days. Yeah. And then in October, Fox came to the studio. I don't know if you remember, they did the cover story on me. I remember. In the studio. Mm-hmm. So this year came around, Melanie went back in ICU for surgery. Wow. For, yeah, for the shot. It's crazy. For the shot, right? I think this is December, around Christmas, close to Christmas. So I'm like, fuck. Anybody know yeah. my history? Sorry for cussing. Anybody know my history? I spent the first two or three years living in the hospital, homeless, with my daughter from the military, mm-hmm. right? From Germany over or whatever. And so this year... Um, I got a management team and they got a publicist. So my publicist, you know, like, yo, yo, he didn't came up since last time. Last time y'all interviewed him, he had three plaques. Now he got four, he got seven and two iTunes. He's not the same person. It was fresh after Melanie coming out the hospital again. And I'm just like, ah. So my publicist, I got a publicist by the name of Lisa Jackson. You know what I'm saying? She didn't, she didn't did a lot for zero, pretty much the whole Swisher house. You know, mm-hmm. everybody old school, 
they know the Swisher House family and stuff. All those run through her loving hip hop people. She has a big clientele, so I'm probably the lowest tier on her clientele. But <laughs> being, being lower tier, like my name, loving hip hop people go ain't. I said loving loving hip hop people. That's all. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I ain't gonna disrespect nobody. You know what I'm saying? But like <laughs> the difference between me and everybody else, I got my own accolades without a record deal. Yeah, I got eight artists doing doing these type of numbers and being and hitting the charts and doing everything on their own without a record deal with the investment money. So that like, that makes me unique than a lot of artists with with a machine behind them. Whether so, I have to be the machine and the the the, the socket, the source. So, you know, so that's my superpower for as that goes. But yeah, so she got me to um and um. I got to say this just in case they see the interview, not just in case, but we have a thing called TAN TV out here, the African-American Network. Let's go. Right. So they make sure, shouts out to Laura and shouts out to um, Vince. They make sure that black people that is making bubbles or buzzing in the city get on mm -hmm. primetime TV. Bro, nice. that's, that's so dope to have. Um african-american network to be advocate for us that's dope you know what i'm saying to get on primetime tv where they don't pass you off to like one of the other news anger they give you the, the the person the face of the day news person you know what i'm saying so yeah all that plays a role so i can't say like i didn't did this by myself so lisa jackson applause management and then um uh, tan tv being in place you know what I'm saying? Walking in the room so I can run through and shut the door down. You know what I'm saying? And making room for other black entrepreneurs that being overlooked. And I, you know what I'm saying? I can't. So it, this time around, it feels like, bro, I don't, I don't know. Year me 23. That's what I've been saying all year. Not 2023. Yeah. It's me. It's year me 23. Yeah. I, um, me and my wife came up with a, a saying, like, I'm taking care of me in 2023. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We always say that. Yeah, yeah. So like like I said, this year is, is me 23. It ain't 2023. It's me 23 because I just sacrificed so much for people and gave so much. And it's just like, mm -hmm. bro, they did me worse than uh <laughs> than the white people did, than the Mexican did. It's my own kind. It's almost like these police officers out here. You know what I'm saying? But that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to get your story. opinion on that too, bro. Uh, um, But you know, you like you said, bro. You try to help people, and um, you know, and, and pretty much give free game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, now that shit ain't free, right, bro? So if somebody want to do business with you, bro, what, what's what's the first step? And what you know what I mean? Like how they like the prices and, and stuff like that. Well, they they hit us because this is the thing. You can't be for the people when you don't cater to the people, right? I do have a set price, but I do understand because I've been an artist before. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I try to I try to balance around your budget, but you're not going to come to me with Louis this and Gucci that and then don't want to pay me. That's the problem I have with black people, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, and I had to say it like that, but that's the problem I have with us. You'll spend money on Fendi, Louis, Gucci, and everything else, but want to lowball me. But you know, my my consultation price starts at 150 an hour. But after that hour, you won't need me no more, though. I make sure that you don't need me there no more. 
Yeah. But then a lot of times after that one hour, they pay me. They be like, yo, fuck, I ain't doing this. That's a lot of work. We just pay you to do it. You know what I'm saying? So even with my EPs, I start my EPs at like $1,100. And I still lowballing myself. I get it. But it's like I want to be affordable for um for the people. You know what I'm saying? I know I got industry standards. I know the connects I have, too. And you won't find nobody like me to give you that and put you in position. You'll still get more than you pay for just because I understand the industry and understand you trying to get in position. And, and you know what I'm saying? And just trying to be like, yo, it don't work the same for you as it'll do for them. Let me show you right. how it works. But like I said, I don't got blonde hair and blue eyes, bro. So my struggle is I got I got locks. I'm dark skin. Right. So it's like it, I feel like I feel like Wale of this side of the industry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no matter how good Wale delivers, man, they'll still go get J Cole or somebody lighter, you know. And Wale was the first person <laughs> to put black dark skinned women in the videos to do women empowerment, you know. That's a whole nother situation. <laughs> yeah, real. so you know what I'm saying? That's that's just how that's just how I feel, you know what I'm saying? So um yeah, man, we got geez, um uh prices wise, man, we start studio sections, two hour minimum hundred dollars. Um studio section and mix include hundred and fifty. Mix and master this two hour minimum, setting five per package. Um, album prices, EPs, five to six songs start from eight hundred to two thousand dollars. ELPs, eight songs, a thousand to six thousand uh, to sixteen hundred. Sorry, to sixteen hundred, not six thousand. Album twelve to thirteen, twelve. That's twelve hundred to twenty five hundred songs. That's including the mix and master and stuff of that nature. And then our marketing prices like um. Overseas, when we're doing our overseas stuff, you know, our podcast production, we do a hundred, um, an hour, 150 with production. That means we are live, yeah, putting your commercials in, you know, like television. We there behind the counter dropping your stuff on time. Um, podcast without production, a hundred dollars, podcast with production, 30 minutes, a hundred dollars, podcast with production, 30 minutes, 50 dollars. Commercial advertising, $250. Radio interview, 30 minutes, $100. An hour, $150. To create, to create your EPK, $250. Mm. Mix and mastering, $75 per song. Spotify prices, $100K, $250. $500,000, $1,500, a million, $2,500. In that, in that arena park, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. iTunes, top 100 prices. UK 550, Canada 800, 600, US 1600, France 750, Germany 750. Those different things. And then we got a combination, you know what I'm saying, where you get Spotify plays and uh, we Spotify and not plays, but your streams and your placement on the iTunes charts as well. Because, you know, we ain't guarantee your numbers. We just put it in a ballpark where we, uh, estimate of everything. Anybody guaranteeing you some shit, most likely is fake. And like I said, we don't <laughs> we don't do that. We just put it in a range of different playlists, and we understand um, target market analytics. And also, what's important: what time of day people are playing music. I know, yeah, it's twelve o'clock in the U.S. I'm not gonna send music to Germany 
seven o'clock in the morning because they seven hours ahead. That just comes with experience to be in the military. But maybe 12 o'clock in the afternoon, United States time, I've seen it around seven o'clock at night on a Friday when they about to go to the club because their club don't close until like six, seven in the morning. You feel what I'm saying? Damn. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. So, so talk about, talk a little bit about, because like I said, you already got, you got a bunch of accomplishments over there. Um, what type of mindset do you have to lock in and and drop, you know, let me vent, let me vent to, you know what I mean? Like to, to drop all of these different, these different sounds. And are you talking about a, a gospel, gospel song too? Like, like, how do you, um, do you get motivation from creating? Or yeah, well, um, gospel is actually my easiest art to do. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a I'm a PK kid. You know, my mom, dad, you know, they preach this, right? You know, <laughs> so I didn't raise up in it. But also what I know about gospel is you don't got to rhyme. Uh, you can quote the scripture, the whole album, <laughs> and you good. But no, uh, just. <laughs> hey, nah, you ain't, you're not saying nothing to that, bro. Because I know some, I know some, um, I always say this because like one of my homeboys used to do like gospel rap, right? But and and I know somebody that does gospel rap. Like I know a few people that do gospel rap. But I guess the thing for me is like it's almost like they run out of stuff to say, so they end up repeating some of the same stuff that they've been saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot of gospel. I mean, I mean this respectfully. A lot of gospel rappers are trash. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, ain't nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I know some dope ones, but yeah, nah, for sure. I may get I may get blowback, but reason why I said it because you know what make worldly music hit more, more, worldly rap hit more than gospel rap is the fact that worldly rap is more relatable than gospel rap. What I mean by that is, and when I when I when I used to do gospel music, people used to have a hard time with my gospel music because I rap about real life events. How I felt about Jesus not answering, how I felt about God taking his time. And then I used the scripture that says, you know, Corinthians 6 and 9 say, I'm out of line. I need to go to a brother like mine. But that nigga's a backstabber. You don't know that to end it, right? Gospel rappers only talk, they got they only talk about the gospel. You know, mm-hmm. like I know gospel is good news. Yeah. But outside of the good news, in between the civil lining, there's there's light. Life, I'm sorry, I'm being this up. Life is happening. Yeah. Life is happening. But you can't only talk about the good news and don't teach people how to get through life that is happening. Yeah. And and that's why I feel like gospel rap is like a lot of that shit is trash. You know, and a lot of them be talking trap music shit and just say Jesus' name at the end. Because <laughs> you're scared, you scared to that's really true. be in the arena with the world. The worldly rappers, you know, I'm the driver in the shooters. Top is like I'm at Hooters. People looking, trying to please us, but I gotta control the flesh, Jesus. You just said everything you want to say in the first four bars. Yeah. Then you said yeah. Jesus moved over. Like, nah, that's that shit ain't good. I think you know. I take um, something I tried to do, bro. I tried to put together a basketball game to kind of um, join the gospel hip hop with just the 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 worldly. <laughs> worldly hip hop music. Let's let's say secular. Secular. Because, you know, yeah. We'll say secular. Okay. So I tried to I tried to put together a, a actual game, and like the 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 secular music 
um, artists were fine with it. But the gospel music, the gospel hip hop artists, they they they, they had a problem. But with that, that's why gospel. That's why I say gospel artists are a lot of gospel artists are trash because you come in judgmental. Let me ask you this. I remember I told my I told this old lady, I ain't gonna never forget. This lady was like two years younger than dirt, right? And I was at church and I was like, and she was like, don't bring that work. She was like, don't bring the world into the church. I'm like, excuse me, lady. If you never brought the world into church, how do you think the fucking church is this? Yeah. You was not born saved. You was of the world and you came into the church. Mm-hmm. And then you did, you know, whatever you had to do to get in line, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord. And that right. So what you mean don't bring the world into the church? If we don't bring the world into the church, there's no conversion going on. Nobody gets saved. Nobody gets saved. So what, what advice are you telling people? Like, that's the dumbest shit I ever heard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, so, and I'm not beating up Christianity because I know Christianity, people attack Christianity a lot, which is, isn't fair. Yeah. But in this arena, you know, if you look at most of the Muslim rappers do secular music and they put their message in their music. Yeah. The five percenters, the Muslims, whoever else, they do secular music. Yeah. You know, shit. Um, what's my boy? Um, we waited like we waited till we was thirty to get his album. Um, yeah, <laughs> what's his name? Um, he gonna bother here. me. Yeah, gospel He's from New Orleans. He worked with Jay Z. What's my Jay Electra? Jay yeah, Electra. Yeah. We waited till we we waited till the pandemic until he dropped this album, right? Muslims. It was fire. album. Fire. Jay Z carried most of it, but that's besides the point. Yeah, um, he did. And then you got Lupe Fiasco. You know what I'm saying? We could talk about Muslim Freeway, Benny Siegel. We could talk about muscles, Muslim doing a thing, and we'll work with anybody. You know yeah. what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know Louis Farrakhan is so hard on Christianity because Louis Farrakhan started off as Church of God in Christ. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you know that? Mm-hmm. He started off in church and God in Christ, and then like the man-made laws, the minister got to pay this much, the bishop got to pay this much. You got to pay for this. He didn't, you know what I'm saying? So he converted yeah. over whatever, right? So in the music industry, even to this day, for I feel bad for my, I'm, I'm advocating. I go off um for my gospel artist because the church thing ministry means free. Yeah. You got an artist that you got an artist that can pack a house that it did over three million streams. Got two number one singles on the big charts, and you don't want to pay them, but you'll get Kirk Franklin the bag. Well, not no more because they 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 they're saying Kirk Franklin is secular now. You know what I'm saying? So they treat him different. I mean, they ain't treating him different. Kirk Franklin still get booked and he still get the bag. Kirk Franklin if Kirk Franklin looked like Plies if he was saved. <laughs> they said that everybody always say that, bro. Plies brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I just feel like the Christian world for is that the, the the industry part is like they don't treat gospel singers right. And I I feel like gospel singers don't really make pure music. You know, we talk about spirit, but Jesus always Jesus always dealt with the land of the law. He paid taxes. When the yeah. woman was at the well, he didn't preach at her, he gave her some water first. Then he said, you know, try me, you will never thirst again. But we yeah. always want to go spiritual, like, man, like, listen, you ain't got to worry about no demon or somebody dehydrating. Give them some water. <laughs> you feel me? 
So <laughs> good, they, they gonna go where they go <laughs> as he drinks his water. <laughs> but, as, but you feel me though, big dog? Yeah. So that's why I said, like, when it comes to the them that industry, because if you silence the M on ministry, you're still in the industry. Hey. You dropping some 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 jewels right now. <laughs> that's 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 that big bro. I'm just being okay. honest about it. Nah, for sure. And people need to hear it, bro, because uh, you know, it's, it's too many people that are afraid to 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 really speak their mind, especially when it come when it when it uh, come about that. But I was unable to put that on. I was gonna have it for the kids. It was gonna be so dope, and they stopped it. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't even put it on because. I wanted it to be like a unity kind of thing. And you know like, why? Because that let me know like a lot of gospel artists, their anointing ain't strong enough. Or yeah. if their anointing ain't strong enough, or they hang out with the people behind closed doors <laughs> and they can't win them over because you act just like them. They know the real you. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's like a lot of gospel artists, they they run together like as far as how they move. Some of them, they move like a clique. The, the the hip hop artists like you know what I'm saying like they can be individuals but if they if they clicked up bro like they will straight up say no nah, I don't want to do no you know what I'm saying they, I won't do no music with you but but listen though why is it so easy to get a blood OG and a crip OG to sit down and do a peace truth then get two pastors to sit down from an assembly assembly of God and church of God of Christ to sit down to do business to make shit happen in the community. You ever thought about that? You ever look, look at that? You can get two opposite ops to sit down and do a peace treaty before yeah. you can get people that scream Jesus, 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 Jesus to sit down for the better good of the community. You don't see no fucking preachers uh, out there, you know, when cops are killing out there speaking on that, they like Jesus have to answer. Mm -hmm. You'll see you know, the OGs and these different people get out there and speak that and talk that talk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think 501c3s have weakened our pastors. You know what I'm saying? They our, a lot of pastors are suckers. You feel me? And 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 501c3, the, the, the government pay you not to speak yeah. on, on black issues. And most of Christians, black churches have a problem, they can deal with Christian issues. But mm -hmm. they're afraid to deal with black issues. You know what I'm saying? If the police kill my son or my daughter, I'm not, I'm, I don't say I got to be vengeful, yeah. but you can't make me praise God in the middle of a tragic loss. That's why I tell people, like, stop going through your pastor for fucking therapy because your pastor is not a therapist. He's a spiritual advisor, a God, he's a visionary. Pay yeah. somebody that's trained in that area to do what they got to do because he... Mm -hmm. And Jesus had 12 disciples, but he also had Luke. Luke was a doctor. Outside of his 12 homeboys, he had a homeboy that was a doctor. Mm -hmm. You feel coming from? Yeah. And these are, I'm not preaching, but I'm just regurgitating what we read and what we was brought up on. So when it's time for me to be like, uh, some things are not a stronghold. Some things is not the devil. If I'm 19, I'm in the military. Last year was the prom. This year I'm dodging bombs. And I'm with my best friends and battle buddies get murdered and blown up. How the fuck is that a stronghold? I just suffered yeah. something traumatic. Yeah. That's not the devil. That's yeah. war. It happens. 
<laughs> I suffered something traumatic that's outside of my little community that I've never seen before. Yep. And nobody know how to deal with it in my arena because nobody in my community never dealt with that. So what can Pastor tell me? You're going to tell me I got a stronghold? It's a mental health issue? Right. You, you, you feel where I'm coming from? So On top of I'm that, like, you suffer you suffer trauma over there and then can and then had PTSD. All of that. Right. I mean, Pastor can't do nothing but pray for you. Because he's not equipped yeah. to deal with those psychological things. Facts. It don't it don't make him less anointed, right? But just like with anything else, some rappers can't freestyle. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some rappers can't freestyle. And some people gifts are ambidextrous. They can freestyle and write. Right. You feel me? And some rappers that can write are not songwriters. Right. 100%. You feel me? So it's like, I ain't knocking you, but don't put my trauma on spirituality. Because you know how many people look, I'll tell you what, this is your show. But just for something to talk about, sure. just look up at how many look at how many pastors, pastors commit suicide every year. If I'm so fucking, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm passionate, right? But yeah. I understand. Look how many pastors commit suicide every year. Just look at the number is outrageous. It's military personnel and fucking pastors that are offing themselves. Mm. And black look men, how, black men too, and that's a whole nother. Black, I feel like black people lately have been dying from suicide and overdose. It's the same thing, regardless yeah. of what you know. what I'm saying, you know, um, God, I'm gonna get ridiculed for this. I was so hurt that Gangsta Boo overdose. I was too, man, because it's been in the news, fentanyl been in the news for a year plus. You yeah. touch that shit, you die. Yeah. You know, so it's just like. Man, that man. shit, boy. That's why I say, if you're going to smoke or whatever, don't get your stuff off the street, man. Go get yeah, your, yeah. Get I can't your say medical marijuana card, bro. Exactly. I can't say nobody laced or did this, but I'm just saying, like, we're taking these chances as black people when we know we're on the verge of on our, on an uh, annihilation war. You know what I'm saying? And so it just bothers me that we so careless about life. And I got, and then here we go. So I got two albums coming. I got one called After the Storm. And I got Let, my, Let Me Vent 3. And Let Me Vent 3 just, you know, it's not commercial. And I know I got I got people that, that invest in me and stuff of that nature. But it's like, I, I can't give you a Let Me Vent 3 because you don't love it the way I love it. Yeah. You don't understand, like, Let Me Vent 1. You know, when you first interviewed me, I was on the verge of suicide. I had, no, I, didn't know that, bro. I, I had a mental breakdown. So I, I did let me vent one in, in less than three days. Because all mm. that build up, I haven't rapped since 2015. And all that mm. came out, you know what I'm saying? So then I did, I'm still venting where I got other military veterans and other people that was going through things, you know, similar such around the world. And it's like, damn. Black people are, look, I feel like I'm about to cry. Black people are suffering in silence. And it's like, men cannot go to their women. Women cannot go to their kings because kings and queens are treating each other like oppositions, but they praise the oppressor. 
while keep us drowning in depression. And it's like, why are we doing each other like that, right? But the truth of the matter is, it's an American narrative that is painted by American Black women and Black men, the studies, the this, the that. If you go overseas, Germany, Africa, where it's from Nigeria to Kenya, Cape Town is in South Africa, the richest part of the town. White people have their own city in Cape Town and not Blacks are not allowed in there without going through a background check. Did you know that? No, I didn't. You see wow. what I'm saying? When you don't control your narrative, and the reason why like, everybody probably gonna look at this interview like, what the fuck they gotta do with you being in as an artist? Because I preach, when you do not control your narrative, people can write your outcome. That's why for street religion, I don't own no masters. I don't own this. I make my artists get their masters, build their masters up, get their publishing, and they can see how their money works, and they control their story. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, it's on a small level, but it's a bigger picture outside that small level. How the fuck can Jamaica be 95% Black Jamaicans and 5% are making laws that says you got to cut your locks or you can't go to our schools? Mm. These are facts. Yeah. Look it up. You feel me? Yeah. You feel me? These are facts. Jamaican, Haitians, all these islands are birthplace of book breaking. Whether they did it physically back then, now you want to see you want to see an example of systematic book breaking. Look what they did to Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I know. That's that that's what that's what systematic book breaking looked like mm -hmm. right before our eyes. So all yep. that plays a role with how I run my business. If an artist ain't ready to take their destiny into their own hands, I'm not here to babysit you. I'm here to take, I'm here to make you take your $200 and flip it to $150 to make $400 to flip it into a million to make $4,000 to flip it into $2 million to make eight. I'm, I'm giving you, I'll show you a little bit before I, train, I take the training wheels off. But as a black entrepreneur, a black visionary, it's important that. I lead from the front, then I get behind you to make you a leader for the front because eventually they're gonna see a leader in the front and they're gonna kill them. Mm. But if I put, but if I make, if I if I build you a leader, you don't gotta be a leader of a person. You just gotta be the leader of your life and understand how important it is for you to write your narrative. And when you leave your legacy in this city, you can pass it down. So even when they get rid of you or whatever, your DNA is in the next 10, 15, 20, 30 people. But we're scared of that. What's the star to Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Bro, talk to me. Talk to me, Lito. Period. That's dope as hell, bro. Cause it's, you know what I mean? Like we don't have somebody like that here. You know what I'm saying? Um, in our city, but everybody is talented super talented when it comes to, to rhyme and everything, bro. And, uh, but we small, small city, man, and with uh, people with big ego. So you know how that go. You know what I'm saying? Too many chiefs, not enough Indians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's just that's just how it is, man. So, you know, a lot, of, look, a lot of talented guys go by the wayside because of that. You know what I mean? Like, but people check don't. This out. <laughs> 
all the chiefs and the Indians will let a pilgrim come in and exterminate them. How crazy is that? That's crazy. <laughs> you just said anyway. Go ahead, do your thing. I'm, I'm ready for that. <laughs> we going, we crazy. We getting deep tonight, bro. That's what's up, man. Listen, um, I don't want to keep you too much longer, bro. I want to ask you though on on a serious note, man, about Tyree Nichols. Um, like when I, I man, it's so hard for me to talk about, man, because um, that shit had me crying, seeing that that we can do that to ourselves. You know what I'm saying? The, what they did to that young man. What, what you what you think of? Uh, and it's more of the story coming out too. Like they're saying, like one of the cops' girlfriend or ex girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Man. yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna try not to get emotional on this. Yeah, like, for sure. I, for sure. I, you know, you know me. I never said I hated white cops or black cops. I just don't fuck with cops in general because yeah. I feel like cops across the board are not accountable. Right. So when it comes to um, Tyreek, right? It's the sad part. It was five black cops that did this black man like this who didn't have a criminal record. And even if he did have a criminal record, I bring it up because that's the news first outlet. Yeah. For white cops. It don't work the same for black cops. Yeah. So one of the, you know, the recent white cop um, that just got, got put on leave is from Houston, Texas. But it goes to show like how much the badge itself make cops feel like they can get away with whatever. Right. Right. In these case, black men put on display how white men think. They was right. white man thoughts in the physical form. Right. And if it's true that Ty Tyree would date in your ex, you are you deserve capital one murder not not second degree you deserve yeah. any any cop that mark my words i don't care who feels about it any cop black white avatar yellow whatever the, that does that deserves the death penalty no question asked and the reason why i take it so personal because once again i said in the beginning i'm 11 bravo i was infantry i was in the middle of the war the buildings came down in 2001. The invasion happened in, I mean, they ended Iraq in 2003. The invasion happened in 2005 when I came. And it was a 12-year war since then. And during that 12 years, even though we were dealing with terrorism, we had a ROE, ruling of engagement. And damn, if we violated, we're doing federal time, court, et cetera. It ain't no questions about it. You can't tell me they got stricter rules doing war than they got on domestic land. Yeah. Ain't no fucking way possible. Right. Um, one thing for sure, the police department, because you're black, yo, they fired your stupid ass. Yeah. We, bro, they listen, listen to this. They fired those five shit, though. Huh? 20 days. 20 days to prosecute them. Bro. <laughs> Listen, listen, let's hear this out. I consider this police situation just like sports. Brett Favre stole millions before he retired. He was a cokehead. He had sexual abuse, etc. White athletes don't get treated like black athletes. When white athletes mess up, it's a process. 
When yeah. black athletes mess up, it's immediately. Yeah. White cops mess up, it's a process. Black cops, it's immediately. When that black cop shot that woman in, in Milwaukee, it was an open and cut, open and shut case. When George Floyd happened, it was a trial, administrative oh, leave, boom. Right. These niggas got nothing. Yeah. Get your Fire right away. You, you, okay, so let's look at colorism in the police force. They got what they deserve, but the problem I have with that is that police force don't keep that same standard across the board. When yeah. you white, it's not a firing. You fire with leave. You yeah. fire with pay, right? When it comes to Tyree, that's, if, if it's true that you took pictures and sent it to your ex-girlfriend to get rid of this man, you deserve everything you got, but it's fucking yeah. sad that you target this black man in a blue uniform, the pole, the blue is that blue is more deadly than the fucking Crips. And you got black faces behind you got black faces mixed with the badge in the blue and targeting a black man in a black dominant city. Mm-hmm. What message do you send? So when it comes to authority, you want to, while we're against authority like that, I don't give a fuck if you black, white, whatever. But as black cops, you are the fucking standard. So you know how much hate that you have planted. It's not a suicide. It's a genocide. Right. I'm trying not to cry about it because it's upsetting that no. they sit back and look at us playing. They, they look at us planting genocide seeds in our community. At one time, we was like, yo, we need more black police officers to police the black community. Because just because we playing spade, we get loud. The black people know that's how we uh. Yeah. And it ain't no murder going on where a white boy come and gun us down. But you been a puppet to the puppet master. Jealousy, power, and authority you have planted a genocide and a suicide seed in the community and killed this young black man. Who was, you know what I'm who saying? So, his so yeah. um, fuck the cops. I don't care what color you are. I mean that because the reason why I said it because police are not held accountable for their actions. And of course, these are five black men who yeah. did the murder. So of course they're gonna be on the punishment gonna be on display, the punishment gonna be made vocal around the world. There was you a white cop saying? that saved him though that didn't get any kind of. Um, they actually um, and it's the fucked up part about the video. I, I gotta drop my hat. The fucked up part yeah. about the video, the paramedics and all everybody is around laughing at this black man being handcuffed. And slumped over. It was laughing. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think all, all all them black guys should get the death penalty. All five of them should get the death penalty. I think everybody, like the paramedics who who refused or didn't render aid, and this is shit that pushed me off. People like all cops are not bad. No, all cops are not bad. But where the fuck are the good cops when the bad cops are out of place? Right. You feel me? Where are the good cops when the bad cops are out of place? You know what I mean? Sorry. 
No doubt. Nah. It's all good, so, bro. The video is disgusting. The video is disgusting. Yeah. The paramedics need to be charged. Two sheriff, the sheriff, why was the sheriff office there? The sheriff office. They didn't do anything. Because it was a public is a it was a public display of, you know, it's like the Harry Tuckman movie. The two made-up characters in the terror, the, the, the made-up character in, in the Harry Tuckman movie was a black bounty hunter that killed the black woman in the movie. The only violence in that movie was black on black. You know, and um, if I'm not mistaken, the Memphis police station is dominant black. So yeah, we can't yeah. say the white man this, the white man that we can't blame other coaches and stuff of that nature. But it's like you had those five guys. If I feel like he was targeted, you know, y'all say he was regularly driving. So if you look at the video, they pepper spray him, snatch him out the car. He's not resisting. He's like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Get off me. So yeah. any man would act like that being dazed. And he knows these people are going to beat the shit out of him. So he fucking runs. They catch right. him. They beat him beyond fucking recognition. The sheriff's people, the sh keep in mind, the sheriff office is there. The paramedics are there. These people are there. Nobody render aid. They laughing on camera. And, and then they try to cover it up. By saying, oh, he owned something. He owned yeah. something. He wasn't on nothing. He was fucking scared. Yeah. So we can't even trust our own with authority and in in, in, uh, power. And, you know, fuck them. I hope they ride in hell, truthfully speaking. I'm not, the, I know I ain't the judge, ain't off me, but, you know, it's sad that we already got, we have too much against us for us to be cooning against each other. Here. You know, um, yeah. And, that shit hurt and, my heart when I, when I watched it, bro. Because um, before I watched it, um, someone's pastor said, "Don't watch that, man. Um, for your own mental health." And I, but part of me is like, man, I gotta, I gotta see, you know, what everybody's talking about. So I watched it anyway, and I watched it a couple times, bro. And I noticed that, um. Uh, after after watching that both times that I watched it, like back to back, uh, my whole demeanor changed the rest of the day. And man, that shit, man. That shit. You know, that shit was that that shit was worse than the Rodney King beating in 1991. Yeah. Rodney it was King by far. It was it was by far the worst. To have done. And like I said, can no white man, no white society, no white power do worse than a black culture? Because mm -hmm. a five black cops beating a black man is not only physical, but you got to understand the psychological scars that you have left behind. You know, you got to understand, like, for those good black cops out there, you didn't make their life 10 times harder because now you didn't put a coon stamp on the community of cops that are good. And we're going to be afraid of them too. You know what I'm saying? And so the most deadliest person in the world is a scared person because a scared person is always in survival. Yeah. The next black cop for a traffic stop may get popped. 
You know what I'm saying? So not only that, the argument for white people and white cops, well, they kill each other all the time. Yeah. What, I can't so what stand when people say that shit to me, bro, because I, I tell people, I said, black people make up 13% of the population. So of that 13%, how many of us are in, in jail, in prison? We double that, triple that. They they pushed the 13th Amendment on on shit on on the oh my god on 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 black people when they go to prison you know what i'm saying but if you put white trailer park people listen south side san antonio is probably one of the deadliest parts of the city but you know who get you know who on the news and i always get glorified the east side where the black people from the south side they be mopping people <laughs> but it ain't money it ain't money in, in media yeah. you feel me check out even Man, I told one person and it hurt me. I said, man, I regret joining the military, serving a country that don't give a fuck about us. If you, Fort Sam Houston, Camp Logan, the city of Houston, white police officers fucking with black soldiers, black soldiers retaliate and started a riot. You know how many people got fucking executed in the military? Check a Houston riots of 1917, so those who watch this show and may see it, you can see that I'm not barking off of, boom, I, I got facts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and so, shit, man, I mean, so that to people, everybody else, the accolades are one thing, but to me, all the accolades is multiple wars of my black people controlling their narrative and investing their money into themselves and not product of people that don't give a fuck about us. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, bro. I try not to cuss on your show, but you know. You nah, can... you good, bro. You cuss. It's, it's all good, man. Um, I don't I want your Christian friends. friends to I didn't be like, get... look, what's your? I don't want your Israelite friends and your uh, what buddy from <laughs> Israelite thing be like. Well, you this and you that. It's aggressive ass. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, yeah, you. <laughs> I don't want him to be, you know, calling your email, talking, talking trash. Cause you Yo, know, you crazy, bro. <laughs> oh, look, between your, between your Christian friends and your Israelite friends, I'm, you know, I gotta, I gotta walk a thin line. You know, you know. You know. <laughs> oh man. I'm, I'm, man. <laughs> and if you see this, I'm curious to see, you know, cause Israelites, I'm not saying they produce, they, they preach hate. I'm right. just curious to hear. I'm curious to hear the accountability that you got to say about these police, my brother. Yeah, no, no, no <laughs> doubt. I also want to say this too, man. Every Thursday night, um, I am a part of a Black Men's Wellness Group, and we come together um, Thursday nights at 8 p.m. and we usually go from 8 p.m. to sometime between 9 and 9:30, man, and. Uh, it's a black men's wellness group. We all come together. There is a licensed counselor that is inside of the uh, the meeting, inside of the group. 
and we come together and we talk about whatever is going on in our minds, whatever, you know, is bothering us, um, our mental health. And um, yeah, man, it's, it's help, it helps me it, every week. We do that. You know what I'm saying? One hour out of the week. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, definitely. Hey man, I know you've been doing that. I, I have to get on that, man. It ain't really no excuse because they say you make time for what you want, but like, let me just say that when you want somebody else's dollar, like for instance, like I'm, I'm just now getting a publicist, right? Yeah. And it's a difference between a manager and a publicist, right? Sure. It's a different arena. So like my management pays for my publicist to bark at me and order me around. So like, <laughs> for sure. Well, you already know if there's ever a Thursday that you free and you ain't, you know what I mean? Like for an hour or whatever, I know it'd be seven o'clock your time or whatever. Um, eight o'clock mine, but you know, if there's ever a time frame where you free, bro, like I'm still gonna keep sending it to you if you just pop yeah, in. Yeah, hey, please keep sending it to me. Don't stop. Keep me in the group. Cause I, one day I will have the time to like the lock in, man. And For you sure. know, yeah, yeah. So, shouts out to Lee. Um, you know, happy hour with Lido. Of course, yeah. we never talk about music all the way. You know, <laughs> nah, that happens with us, bro. It's yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's cool. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know what I mean? I knew I two passionate people. So I, I knew I knew you was going like, you know, you care about the community, bro. You care about black people, man. Um, and, I, you know, um, you know, my my focus has been black men um, ever since I got married. Um, I, my focus has been black men, bro, trying to um, just make programs for like support groups for for husbands um you know what i mean um just trying to keep black men focused on their mental health how how important that is because i lost one of my friends to suicide um you know what i mean i didn't know that about you i'm but so i'm gonna be calling you a lot more i know you're in a better space but still like just knowing that you told me that that's what you was going through when you was making that album, now that shit got me like, bro, like you got to do better at calling and checking on your man. Yeah, so I got to make sure like, better we say, at that. We, we say that as as you know, black people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember when Robert Robert Robin Williams had committed suicide, right? Yeah, it wasn't a mental illness. He was misdiagnosed with his doctor by his doctor. A lot of people don't know that he didn't suffer from depression. Uh, does he had a, a brain tumor? Oh. Okay. And they misdiagnosed him. Mm. Do the research for y'all who who watch this. Just research it. Why yeah. do I say that? Because I do understand that, like you know, you my brother, you my you my you my dog. You know what I'm saying? Like we can go without weeks without talking, but when you call me, we pick up like it yesterday. You know? Yeah. And I do I do believe in spirit transfer. You know, if a person because you got to sometimes you just got to map things out to prepare because you don't want to have a person having a great day and you transfer their energy to change their whole atmosphere. So that's why right. I got a therapist. They paid to do that. Yeah. <laughs> they got they got they got the time for it. But um like I said the Let Me Vent series started with me about to commit suicide, having a mental breakdown. And then the second series came out. Then of course I dropped the EP Motivate Yourself. But now um I have my album that's I just it's crazy because I know my management gonna kill me. Shouts out to applause management. <laughs> I redid my whole album, remixed it, remastered it, and everything. And I changed the name to After the Storm. 
mm-hmm. because you know how Luane dropped albums, but it's nothing like the Carters. Like you got to protect. Yeah. So it's yeah. like that with me right now. So um, I'm back in my Tupac Nipsey hustle mode right now. So I'm writing from that standpoint, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and, and delivering. So they're gonna come out zero three zero three twenty three. Um, let me vent three. You know what I'm saying. And I guess after the storm will come out after my birthday. If y'all check them out, if y'all want to find me on platform, look up Legacy City. You can see my music catalog, you know what I'm saying? This generation pop, you know? Yeah. <laughs> hey, because that first that first album sounded like pop to me. Remember, I always said that to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I, get a lot of, I get a lot of back and forth. A lot of people like uh, the Let Me Vent one more than they like Let Me Vent two. Respectfully, you know, I had a lot more features on Let Me Vent two, but it was about letting those people we got different black people and black women and you know black men talking about their traumas spread that platform and you no know, um I'm still venting it's almost over a million is at 670 odd k um mm-hmm. let me vent is like 1.1 million so um motivate yourself is 1.3 million so um I just dropped a new single called perfect timing yeah. and um <laughs> I got you on deck. Well, you already know what time it is. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Perfect, yeah. time is a, perfect timing is a song about finding yourself. It's not talking about a woman or somebody found you. It's you finding yourself. And when you when you finally accept everything about you, make changes, and you link back up with your essence. Mm-hmm. It always perfect timing. That's why I say, even at my lowest, it was perfect timing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And the verse, my verse, building bridges while writing bridges, building bridges while living up under bridges. Now she digmatized from the different stroke tied bridges. And you really was living up under bridges, but they don't know that. Ex- exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And you know, even the I remember squeezing a penny, squeezing the iron for a penny. That was a good time. It was a double on time, you know, Jenna Jackson yeah. played Penny and Iron, but yeah. niggas were getting killed over pennies. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot in the song that, you know, make it's a lot of double entendres in there. And uh shot feature shots out to AJ Stacks. The song yeah. debut number six on the top 100 charts. Uh, but even within those songs, like I'm talking to myself, I'm talking to my reflection. You know what I'm saying? You no know, doubt. The, Witness pole pimps living just to do or die. Catch them on some dumb shit in the crucial conflict. Check your chance yeah. as a best friend there, clapping. You know what I'm saying? Those different things if you, if you listen to it. So they say lyrics are dead, but I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? There's a nah, lot. 100, bro. I'm talking to my mental health in there. It's like, bro, you survive some shit. Keep going. That's what Perfect Time is about. You know, um, Suicide prevention, pretty much. I'm talking to yeah. myself, like, you know what I'm saying? You stay, you know, you lift me up. Yeah. You kick me while, well, even when they kick me while I was down, you stay to pick me up. The perfect timing, perfect timing, perfect timing. Come when you tired, yeah. tired. It's like a domestic violent relationship. Once you sick and, once you sick and tired, you sick and tired. You know what I'm saying? So. No doubt, bro. Man. I think uh, on that too, we gonna um, we gonna end the podcast. Um, if anybody listening is struggling um, with suicide, suicidal thoughts, or anything, 
um, on your phone, you can hit 988 and um, or you can text 988 through your text message and you will be linked with someone right away. Um, man, listen, bro, I, I appreciate you coming on, man. You are every time we link it's you know what I mean? It, it's it's um, awesome. So, um, yeah. Tell them how to um, one more time, bro. Tell them how to to to, you know, look you up and to also um, purchase your music. Yes, definitely, man. Type in Legacy City, Legacy City, L-E-G-A-C, I'm sorry, L-E-G-A-C-Y-C-I-T-Y. Um, I just, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just looking for the veteran suicide line for my veterans out there. I want to get that um to them, if you don't mind, bro. Yeah, no, that's good. The, um, so the... The Veterans Crisis Hotline for live support. Let me let me make sure I find that. Is I think the same thing. Um, dial eight eight eight, then press one. That's the Veteran Crisis Hotline. Um, dial nine eight eight and press one. Um, if you need a text message, you want to text somebody. It's eight. It's eight three eight two five five. That's for my veterans that dealing with there's somebody there 24-7, text or call. Um I'm, real, I'm real big on mental health and suicide. So yeah, you can sure. call or text. Um Lito, I know you go back and you do your your editing, your remix, because you cold like that, you know what I'm saying? You put the <laughs> like that, but make sure Yeah, we get the number up there. Yeah, yeah. So you put the number up there. But now um Legacy City. On our platforms, um, Instagram is CEO underscore legacy underscore city. I do respond back to every message as much as possible. Sometimes y'all be flooding me with stuff, but I do respond. Um, <laughs> Street Legend Nation Radio at um, gmail.com for you want to send me your music to the radio station. My program director is Lala Maria. She's on it, you know. A lot of y'all send me your music, but there's no metadata or no artwork. It don't work like that mm -hmm. with the radio station. How are we gonna pay you? Yeah. Uh, so it's just these different things of that nature, man. And um, yeah, man. Shouts out to Lito. My boy got married, graduated college, got a mental health man group, the number one podcast <laughs> in, in Ohio. You know what I'm saying? You, you dig, man. I love you, bro. I'm proud of I love you, big too, bro. dog. You, no you understand. I be talking about you all the time. I be like, yo, my dog is number one part. And he and he interviewed. I don't know if you did, but I told people you interviewed you interviewed K Shine. And I said, not K Shine. I interviewed a lot of people, bro. I interviewed a lot of um, uh, you know Cuban Guten Jr. Yeah, his Eric brother. Spears. Yeah, all of them, bro. You don't gotta yeah, them. you don't gotta list them because I don't want to seem like you bragging. Cuban Guten yeah. Jr., Aaron Spears, <laughs> Big T, uh yep. Uh, Cortez, Cortez. yeah, huh? just yeah, I'm about to say yeah, Cortez, Legacy City. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? I saw Legacy more City. Than, look, I, I didn't got more streams than Big T, Cortez, K Shine. Let me go. Look, I'm just talking to the battle rap. Let me go. They dished the shit out of me on URL and had to come out like yo, son. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, but doubt, no, man, man. I'm, man. I'm not just saying this because I'm okay, but he. On a personal, he know I let him know that I'm proud of him and um, 
we keep in touch all the time, man. I love you, bro. And sure, love you too, bro. man, if you ever feel like going through something, I'm here. You know, you know, I drop everything and, and no call doubt. you or text. You know what I'm saying? I don't leave you on red. At least I try not. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you don't. Yo he, yo, he checked me once. Yo, he checked me two weeks ago. He was like, hey, bro. I said, bro, like, man. you ain't called me since your mom called, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so cool about it. He like, yo, you ain't called me back since your mom called you, fam. I was like, wow. <laughs> I had to call him. I couldn't even respond back to the text message. But he, the me is, he did be the same way. He said he's going to call me back. I said, why you talk to him? And I just got the podcast today, so we even... <laughs> That's, a fact. That's a fact, bro. All love, man. Listen, y'all. This is Happy Hour Alito. This is a Sinister One Productions, and we out. Peace. Glasses in the air. Toast to a high power. Cause what you tuning in to right now is Lito's Happy Hour. Thanks for watching Happy Hour with Lito Podcast. Check out Happy Hour with Lito Podcast on Facebook, Happy Hour with Lito Pod on Instagram, Lito's Happy Hour on Twitter, and also make sure to check us out on Happy Hour with Lito Podcast on YouTube. Happy Hour with Lito is a co-Sinister One production. The other state is talking and we about the action. Close to a higher power. This is Lito's happy hour.